And we're back. Yes, welcome back everyone. Nicola McGareth here for another episode of Wondercast. All right, break it down for me. What's been going on? Well, hang on. Let's give some context before you plunge into my private life. You have things to discuss. It's been too long. We have things to catch up on. There is news. There is updates. We need to get into it. Well, first of all, you're in Australia. Yes. Hello. Yes. G'day. Bonza. Danny Minogue. I saw a picture of Danny the other day. She looked very well. She's doing very well, actually. We're so proud of her. Yes, and rightly so. So everything good in Australia? Everything's fine. It's sunny. It's warm. There are no storm Kieran's, no storms of any description here. It's just kicking back with a gin and tonic. You can tell I've had a gin and tonic already because I can't even say gin and tonic. Have you already had a few gin and tonics already? Only one very large one, so that's It's not that's professional, fine. Gareth. It's not professional, <laughs> and I'm not happy about it. Uh, what is occurring in Cardiff? Oh, well, it's pouring with rain for the entire half term, practically. Fabulous. Yes, but um, all good. I've just come back from a little trip to Spain. A golfing trip, you say? A golfing trip. Doesn't that make me sound very grown up? I've been on a golfing trip. It sounds trip. very grown up. Whereabouts in Spain did you go? So we flew into Malaga and it was an hour outside of Malaga. It's called Villa Romana. Nice. And we stayed in an apartment right on the golf course and played a couple of 18 holes and had lots of rosé wine and... All very lovely. Just you and your golfing friends. Yes. Your golfing friends really get you, don't they? Like, they get me. They're very good girls, actually. Yeah. Is this, I have a question, is this your first official golfing holiday? It certainly is. Yes. And it was our inaugural trip. We're planning on doing it annually, henceforth. Yes. Golf courses around the world. Today, Spain. Tomorrow? Uh, t- tomorrow, Abu Dhabi. No, I, we're going to stick to, we're going to stick to Spain. Yes. And in in fact, we had um, we went to a pub quiz the other night with the girls' partners, and they were like, "We well, we should do a joint one, boys and girls." And no. all the girls went, "No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not no." <laughs> Who needs that? What happens yeah. on the golf trip stays on the golf trip. That's the rule. That's exactly, the rule. Exactly. Exactly. How many holes of golf did you play on this golf trip? So we played eighteen on the one day, and then eighteen right. on the next. Which kind of suits us, you know, we had like a nice lazy breakfast and then wandered up to the lovely hotel where the only thing we had to do was saying, oh yeah, hello. And before you've said your name, they come around with your golf buggy, with your golf bags in the back and um, off we go. Two golf buggies, beers in the cool box. Hooray. That's the way golf is supposed to be, isn't it? What What are we doing playing it any other way except like that? I know. And you zoom around in these little buggies, just hop out. You know, mm. give your ball a little thwack and then yeah. follow the ball with your buggy whilst drinking beer. Or Paula actually made this very delicious gin on a gin-making uh, thing. So we had a little bit of that on, on uh, halfway through to celebrate being halfway around the, the uh, course. So, yeah, all good. Lush. And I sort of mean that in both senses of the word. Absolutely <laughs> lush. <laughs> <laughs> Says Mr. I've had a very large gin and tonic. <laughs> now, so this is the end of your half term, isn't it? The actual final day of the half term. Apart from the trip to Spain, what else have you been doing in your half term break? As you know, I've been away for the night. Really? Oh, yeah, surprise. <laughs> with, <laughs> with my very nice new chap. And um, we went to Ludlow. Where is Ludlow? Well, that's a good question. It's past Herefordshire. So kind of Shropshire. Oh. It's Shropshire is. North Cotswolds, I'm going to say. Um, 
no, no down a bit. Not, not even Cotswolds adjacent. No, no. Okay. well, maybe adjacent, but very flat, very green, very lush. But Ludlow is full of beautiful old Tudory architecture. Very is gorgeous. It? Yes, and in fact, we stayed at. Get ready for this now, G. I'm ready. I'm sitting down. We stayed at the most haunted inn in the United Kingdom. Officially. Officially yeah. the most haunted. Yeah. In the official, you know, ghosty figures that, you know, come out through government every year. Yeah. Did yeah. you see any spooks or spectres? Well, if you're open to this, I'm going to share it with you. If you're going uh-huh. to be scathing of me, I'm not going to no, say No, no, no. I'm totally on board with the paranormal. So Are you? lay it on me. Are you really, Jay? No, seriously, because there's obviously a lot of things we can't explain and a lot of unknowable unknowable things isn't there so things go bump in the night and i'm open to an encounter with a spook that's all i'm saying oh my gosh i'm quite surprised by that because up until now ghost me we don't we don't mix i just don't right i got no time for it you live in a haunted barn we don't live in a haunted barn that's nonsense what what oh. where what you're talking nonsense all right i'm moving on from that because you just made that up so <laughs> we get to this lovely you know higgledy piggledy wonky old hotel yeah. and we go up the stairs to our room and you know haha no ghost in here sort of thing uh, before we yeah. do that yeah <laughs> doing the jokes <laughs> yeah yeah and then our lights beside the bed go flicker 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 like that like a warning did you squeal no held it together because you know he doesn't know me terribly well he might just disappear if he you're on date 26 now i think he knows anyway we both were like it's an electric fault come on now pull pull yourself together the landlord downstairs flicking the switch a few times exactly exactly so we go out we have a few drinks marvelous we come back in when we come back in the curtains are are blowing billowing i'd like to say billowing because the old sash window has been lifted wide open. I didn't do it. He no. didn't do it. No one did. Well, someone did. Did you ask about why it is the most haunted place? Like, what went down in this property that has made it such a hub of the paranormal? Is it built on a pet cemetery? Is probably my first question. <laughs> no pet cemetery, but lots of sightings at specific places, like uh-huh. on the stairwell. There's a naked woman, naked woman, Ooh. sorry who walks from the old bar across the road into our hotel, wearing only clogs. Right. Yes. Now, I, for me, that's not a good look. But, you know, it's times are changing. Some people can pull that off. It takes confidence, but some people can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so I haven't finished my, I haven't quite finished my story. So. No, sorry. We're, later on, we're, we've been out for a lovely dinner. We go to bed. And, 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 and he says something like, oh, well, at least there's no more ghostly blah, blah, blahs. And at that very second, flicker, 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 flicker. The light. No. Honestly, Chi, I jumped out of that bed. I was on the Did other you squ- side. Did you squeal that I time? I squealed, you squealed that, that time. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A few whiskey and sodas in, I was definitely squealing. <laughs> I was open to suggestion. <laughs> so we turned, we turned it off at the plug and were like, Come on so we'll be having none of that. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Keep that clog lady with your naked <laughs> boobs. We don't be having that tonight. <laughs> no. no, so that was it. Have you ever had any like paranormal experiences? Well, it's hard to know, isn't it? I th- think yes, but it could just be nightmares. But I'm so because I'm never really sure. But I tend to feel, you know, there have been times 
perhaps there's been a grisly murder in the bed I've been sleeping in. But, you know, I do sometimes feel, oh, shit went down here. Uh, Do you not get that? No, the waitresses in the restaurant, because we spoke to them about it, trying to be all cool, but actually wanted to know. Sure. They were like, oh, we can't go into that. Neither of us will go into that room. Not our, not our hotel room. Another room. Right. That we will not go into that room because it's you go in there and there's a there's a chill. It surrounds you and it's freaky and spooky. And no, we're not going. And I think, well, I can imagine people being aware of a presence like that. I've never had that, though. No. Because also the Tudors, very fond of chopping people's heads off, weren't they? So if there was ever an era that was going to produce some paranormal goings on, Tudors... That was it. Yes. But there's no there's no reports of, you know, so-and-so was beheaded here and, you know, there's none of that. Yeah, but something that old, it's going to be, there's going to be dastardly deeds being done. Oh, I love Definitely. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Done dirt cheap, as they say in ACDC. What, what do they say? Oh, what was their song? Dirty deeds, done dirt cheap, and dirty deeds, done dirt. No, 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 just me. Okay. No, just you, but... Really tremendous that we've got that on a recording. I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> um, take me back to the new chap. What's his name again? Oh, do we need to share that? Because he doesn't know I even do a, a podcast. So I don't want him one oh, day please. stumbling across this. One of the reasons he's dating you must surely be because you're a podcast celebrity <laughs> on an award-winning podcast. Don't tell me he's not a little bit infatuated with the celebrity around it he knows nothing no he doesn't know that and i'm not really sure it's appropriate to be sharing about it but you know hey ho in for a penny so his name's chris and um he's very nice is he still cooking your spanish food um no no we've we've eaten out a bit we've been for walks he's you know he booked the trip hurrah don't you think ludlow yeah oh my god you know like usually i do that type of stuff and you know i'm you're very organized you're good at organizing things yes but this half term i've done diddly squat the girls organized the ghost the um spanish trip i did nothing and chris just said oh yeah i'll book it and then like the day before i said oh are we airbnb or what what are we doing he said no no we booked us a hotel and i was like oh lovely love, tremendous love this yeah 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 i've booked you the most haunted hotel in the country <laughs> With a naked woman who wears only clogs as the nightly entertainment. Are you down for that? Yes, please. If we make it for a year, I'm going to turn up at his house naked just with clogs on. Just to give him a bit That's of a... That's your next Halloween costume, surely. I mean, it's such an easy one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There'd be some screaming that night with people flying down the road and escaping. Trick or treat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so all good with me. Any any personal stuff that you want to share, my lovely boy? Oh, you know, I've been... Well, I haven't spoken to you since I left... Uh, I saw you in Cardiff and then I flew to Australia and I had a couple of nights in Perth with my sister Lisa and her family, which was lovely. And then across to Echuca with the family and it's been lovely. I haven't been doing, like, lots. So I don't really have, like, major, major things to report in terms of... Obviously, there's quite a lot of news happening in the rest of the world, which we're not going into. But no. uh, me personally, just like keeping my head down, doing my doing my work, just keeping his moving. Keeping yeah. your head down, I like it. Yeah. yeah, but you don't want to stagnate. You've got to, you know, you want to, you've got to get a happy medium, haven't you? I tell you what, we're doing next weekend. Oh well, this weekend we've got uh, my brother Tim. Oh, tonight he's arriving soon. My brother Tim and his three sons are turning up. For, oh, they're gorgeous. Um, so that'll be fun. That'll keep us on our toes. Next weekend, we are going on a family uh, 
or what's the word, like a family tree uh, investigation of a local area, like the last known sightings of significant members of, I think it's my father's family, like various branches of my father's family. One of my cousins is organising it. It's quite detailed. Uh, and that's what's happening next weekend. Family tree investigations. Well, I love that. Have you ever done anything like that? No, but hang on a minute. Do you actually physically go into spaces or you all just sit in a room and analyse? No, physically going to spaces like this is the cafe they owned and this is the cemetery where they're buried in and this is the house where wow. they were married and that kind of thing. So we're doing that. Yeah. That sounds great, I think. I know. I, it is a bit like, you know, that show on TV, Who Do You Think You Are, where they, you know, find out all these fascinating things about your family and, you know, you have to like cry a couple of times because it's very emotional. So I'll be doing that, obviously. But obviously. I've just got a feeling that maybe there's not that many interesting stories. Like, you know, they were farmers who came from England and then they had farms and they maybe had a shop. And that's kind of it, as far as I know. Like, Yeah, but that's exactly why you're going next weekend, to find... Yeah, I need to... I Yeah, dig and you out need to the, be open the drama. to it, Gary. Obviously I'm open to it, yeah. Well, you don't sound very open to it, if you don't mind me saying If you think about your side of the family, you have you done any family tree investigations or researching of who was born when? Yeah, we've done a bit of that. And there have right. been some stories. I can't remember some... Do it, like, you need... I think tested a bit, Lynn's has done a bit, and, and we found out. But then you need to go back to Dad to say, so what about this? And he'll uh -huh. say things like, oh, yeah, no, I remember. I remember something about a, a, a style in a field where everybody got pregnant or something, and she came back. What? Yeah, like really bizarre <laughs> stories that don't really make sense. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yes, we, we, we ours is looking pretty good now, but... Unless you've got context. So we don't have those stories behind it. We could maybe do a bit more of that, perhaps. You've got the pregnant style in the field. Like, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a... Well, talking of fields, did you see about yes. that sheep that's been the loneliest sheep in the world? <laughs> I saw the headline and oh. I didn't bother reading the story because oh. I thought, where, they're stuck on a cliff somewhere? Or what stuck happened to a, the sheep? On the base of a cliff. So Ryan. Fiona, the sheep, she couldn't get sure. anywhere. So for two years, Gareth, she'd been on her own at the bottom of a cliff looking up, hopefully, and nobody came to find her. How did she entertain herself for two years? Was I she crocheting her own wool or what was going on down there? <laughs> her, her wool it was massive. She, you know, yeah. she had a big old harvest there. She was lots Did they lots. have to airlift Fiona up and, like, take her helicopter style off to be rescued? Well, that's a very good question because the wildlife whatever organization got involved and said oh it would be it will be a huge you know it'll be yeah. a huge job a rescue effort rescue effort. international global let's pull all the resources in fiona needs to be rescued let's yeah. bring fiona home so no so this was the plan helicopters etc and then yeah. some local farmers said we'll, we'll we'll sort it so they go down to they walk down and they pretty much haul as in push and shove and pull fiona until they get back to the top and they've given her to an animal farm to look after now. She's gone to a good home. Gone to a yeah. good home. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this could be the making of Fiona, really, couldn't it? Because, you know, she'd become a, like a local celebrity. There'd be the, the film about bringing Fiona home, you know, yeah. freeing Fiona, I think it might be called. Yeah, uh, freeing Fiona. Judy Dench is And Hathaway would probably voice Fiona, I think. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I love yeah. it. 
Speaking of drama, I need to bring you up to date with the mushroom poisoning case in Australia. Oh, yes. I'm interested about this. Go on, tell Well, us. I know everyone is. Everyone is. I, we talked about it briefly last time as well, but there's been, and I, I need dramatic music underscoring this, but there has been a major development. Oh, <gasps> a major development. Thank you. For, <laughs> that was the appropriate response. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because, you know, everyone loves true crime and this is our true crime moment. But I'm going to recap what actually happened. This is back in July of this year, a a woman in a rural community in Australia, she cooked a beef wellington for her her in-laws. So she cooked it, her in-laws, with the parents of her estranged husband and their sister and whatever, four in-laws came for lunch. She cooked the beef wellington. Unfortunately, the beef wellington included some death cap mushrooms, which, as the name suggests, aren't very good for you. Three people died almost instantly. The fourth one spent like two months in a coma, eventually just released from hospital, has survived. But what was unclear was how did the death cap mushrooms get into the beef wellington? Because the woman, and her name is Erin Patterson, she said from the outset, well, it's nothing to do with me. I'm completely innocent and I feel very bad that these people have died, but obviously I'm, you know, not to blame. Turns out the police have just now charged her with the murder of three people and the attempted murder of the fourth one. But get this, they've also charged her with three counts of attempted murder of the estranged husband who wasn't even at the Beef Wellington incident. Three separate cases where she's according to the police, allegedly tried to kill the ex-husband as well. Get that? With mushrooms, she tried to kill the I'm ex-husband. I'm not sure mushrooms was the weapon of choice in every instance. Obviously, in the Beef Wellington case, it was. I'm, I'm, the police are still investigating the whole thing and they haven't really specified what the weapon of choice was with the ex-husband. It could well have been death cat mushrooms as well. Well, good Lord. I know, right? She's been charged with that. Imagine going to prison for killing three people with mushrooms. Yeah, it is like, it's kind of genius, but the flaw in her plan allegedly might have been that surely they were going to trace the beef wellington. Oh, and she didn't die. Didn't she eat with them? She didn't eat the mushrooms. But did she eat with them type of thing? She was at the lunch that she cooked and served to them, definitely, yeah. You know, it, that's a fault in your plan right there. You know, everybody else has died. I'm the only one left. Who could it yeah. possibly have been? You could have anonymously delivered the Beef Wellington and said, <laughs> saw this thought of you. But no, she no. was present at the incident. Yeah. Also, I wonder whether, you know, when there's got people writhing around on the floor with mushroom poisoning, whether uh, she stood above them with her hands on her hip going, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, yeah. You get this because la, la, la. Yeah, oh, we don't have that detail. It's that Scooby-Doo moment where they, like, pull yeah. the mask off and say, I knew it was you all along. <laughs> and if it wasn't for you damned kids, I would have gotten away with it. But, uh, no, we the police have asked for a stay of proceedings. We're not going to get any more details on this until May of 2024, is the next date that this is going to come back to to court. She's in custody until then because the police are still putting their case together, which seems extraordinary to me. And me. How how could it possibly take that long? I don't know. Well, it's taken them like three months from the actual Beef Wellington incident to bringing the charges against her. 
And we're going to wait, I don't know, I can't do the math, but it's quite a number of months still to go before she's back in court and any further evidence is presented against her. It's an incredible case. Yeah, she's got another six months or so to go, just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Thinking those pesky mushrooms. Yeah. Did she pick the mushrooms? Well, she did a television interview around the time of the incident proclaiming her her innocence. And she said at the time that, yes, she did cook the beef wellington and she used a combination of Swiss browns that she'd bought at the local Aldi and some dehydrated mushrooms that she'd bought at a Chinese herbalist mushroom store several months ago, not quite sure where or when. So she was perhaps suggesting that maybe the death cap had come in these dehydrated mushrooms that she had purchased not the Swiss, she wasn't blaming the swiss brown she said right. the swiss browns are fine no one was you know assuming any problem with the swiss browns oldie's innocent but because I, I think if you'd have foraged and yeah. you made a genuine mistake yeah they, they could never get you for that could they because your intentions were good or you yeah. wanted was a delicious beef wellington but yeah it was a mistake anyone could make foraging's a dangerous game but no, she didn't. She didn't play that line at all. I'm not a fan of beef Wellington, Gareth, and that's certainly now I won't be henceforth. I this might be controversial, and I'm prepared to be brave and a little bit vulnerable. But I think it might be my <laughs> favourite dish ever. I think if, no. if someone asked me, "Oh, I'm going to cook you anything you want," doesn't matter how complicated. I'd say, "Oh, the beef Wellington. It's pretty delicious, but it's a bugger to cook. It takes forever. Yes. It takes forever, and you're never really sure until you cut in, are you? No, exactly." I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think you need the pastry, you know? That's the best bit. It's the best bit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a giant sausage roll. (laughs) (laughs) Classy. (laughs) Um, Would you like a quiz? Yeah, as long as it's not too hard, babe, because it's seven in the morning here and I'm not, my brain's not quite working. Have you had a coffee? I I have had two coffees. Then I think you're good for this. Okay. I think, actually, I think you'll do it really well. It's a, okay. a subject that is right up your avenue, I think. Right up my avenue? Yes, as they say. That's what they say. In a that's what they anyway. say, do they? Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, they do. They do they All right, it. that's good. What is it got a theme, please? Yes, there is a theme. Thank you for asking. The theme is English accents because, and I'll tell you why, I'll explain this. Researchers from the University of Essex have found that accents in England are changing. The researchers identified three main accents in Essex. There's estuary English, southern British English, and multicultural London... I can't even say it. I'm going to say it again. Multicultural London English. Accents that are on the decline are the King's English and Cockney. Oh. So, I'm going to ask you some questions about the Cockney accent. Oh, blimey. Right. Okay. Oh, lordy. Question one. Oh, are these... Yeah, go on, go on, go on, go on. You're going to get five out of five here. I'm super confident. Okay, okay. Traditionally, Cockney referred to someone from London's East End. It used to be said that you could only be considered a Cockney if you were born within earshot of the bells of which church? Whitechapel. No. Oh, that's very close, actually, but it's not correct. Bells of... Um, yeah. Uh-huh. St. Paul's. No, very close, but not quite. Designed by the same designer, Christopher Wren. Christopher it's a Christopher Wren church. Yeah. Bells of... Um, um, oh, my mind's a blank. My mind's a blank. Uh, it's Bow Bells. Bow Bells. Yeah. St. Mary Le Beau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I knew that because there was a song well, about it. Yeah, anyway. No, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that is the answer. Uh, and I'll explain it briefly. Uh, it was because before there was motorised traffic in London, the sound of Bow Bells uh, could be heard, you know, around the inner city. All the hospitals in East London were 
within hearing range of the bow bells. So if you were born in an East London hospital, you could hear the bow bells. That's good. It's a good fact. It's a good fact. Question two. In popular culture, one of the most famous Cockney characters is Eliza Doolittle, a flower seller from Covent Garden. Eliza Doolittle was created by George Bernard Shaw in his play Pygmalion. The play was adapted into a musical by Lerner and Lowe. What was the musical called? That would be called My Fair Lady. Yes, correct. I love that. Bonus point for who played Eliza Doolittle in the movie? Audrey Hepburn. Correct. Double points. Thank you. Uh, that gets over my Bow Bells disaster. I'm going to give you Bow Bells because you're pretty close. You're in the right in the right sort of neighbourhood with Whitechapel. No, I, I I don't think that's I don't think that's right. I can't have it if I didn't say the word Bow Bells, can I? No. Anyway, but I appreciate your uh, your pity. Generosity. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Question three. In 2017, the actor Dick Van Dyke was presented with a BAFTA award for excellence in television. In his acceptance of the award, Van Dyke said. I appreciate this opportunity to apologise to the members of BAFTA (laughs) for inflicting on them the most atrocious Cockney accent (laughs) in the history of cinema. Van Dyke was referring to his performance in a Disney classic from 1964. Which film is he referring to? He was referring to the... The the classic Mary Poppins. Yes, Chim Chimney. Chim Chimney. And when you go, come over here, Mary Poppins. It was classic. Yeah, brilliant. All right, question four. Pie and mash restaurants are synonymous with London's East End. What jellied item do Cockneys like to eat with their pie and mash? That would be jellied eels. Correct, yes. Do you know why? No. I can think of nothing worse, but do tell. I did some research on this, so I am up to speed. It's a dish that emerged in the 18th century, and the eels could be easily caught in the River Thames. So they were free to catch. They were like a cheap source of protein. And you just chop up the eels, you boil them in some stock, and then when it cools, it kind of goes to like a jelly consistency. And apparently it's quite delicious. I've never had them myself, but the cockneys, they love them. I've had barbecued eel. That was very nice. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. Question five. Yeah. We're going to finish with a rhyming slang test. Oh, no. Oh, no. Five from five. Here we go. What is apples and pears? The stairs. Correct. What is loaf of bread? Loaf of bread. Is that when you're dead? No, that's brown bread. That's very close. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loaf of bread. Going to bed? No. uh, It's a... My head? Yes, 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 yes. Use your loaf. Yes. Oh, use your loaf. Next one. What is China plate? China plate. China plate. Um, don't know that one. Plate. Me old China. Me old China mate. My mate. Yes, it's mate. <laughs> uh, next one. What is Dickie Bird? Oh, Dickie Bird as in you can hear something, is it? I can Dickie yes. Bird. Yes, have a Dickie I, or... I, 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 have a dicky. Have a dicky. Well, I've maybe I'm using that in the wrong heard. context. But I've heard. The... Is it not something you've... No, it's not just heard. No. Have a dicky. It sounds like that. It's word, word is the word. answer. Have a word. Have a dicky. bird is word. That's not a good, that's not a good one, G. No. Well, sorry. I don't, don't blame me. Blame the copies. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Double points on this. What is Kyber Pass? Oh, gosh. That's a good one. Arse. Yes. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> You're proud of that one, aren't you? <laughs> Up the Kyber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 
funny. That's a good one. They were quite easy, uh, uh, most of them, but I enjoyed that very much. That was good. Did you say Cockneys are, are, are becoming not, not extinct, but are we running out of Cockneys? Is that what you said? Yes. Well, God. yes, because, uh, oh, it's quite complicated. And this is the research is done in Essex because all the Cockneys well, not all of them, but a lot of the Cockneys got moved out of the East End into Essex when they did all the slum clearances in the 50s. So they sort of knocked down all that inner city housing, relocated whole communities out to Essex. And so that's why all the cab drivers from Essex uh, talk like Cockneys. But the accent in that region is changing for a whole range of reasons. Um, And Cockneys becoming less of a distinct accent in the Essex region. Does that make sense? Oh, that's very good. That's good information. Thank you. Honestly, I've got one little bit of information that you might might already know, but I learned this and I thought it was quite a good one. What's the dot on an I called? Or on a a J, actually? Ooh. I don't know. I want to say omelette, but that's like a squiggly line, isn't it? It is. I don't know what the dot's called. What is it? It's it's called a tittle. No, it's not. It is. T-I-T-T-L-E. Isn't that a lovely word, a tittle? Is it related to tittle-tattle? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I shall I shall be, research that Let's, and come yes. back to you next time. Next week, we want to yeah. check back in the yeah. origins of Tittle. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We will be back again soon with more Wondercast. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to share your thoughts or your feedback or anything, in fact, with us, then get in touch. Gareth's on Twitter, at GTV London. But until then, have a super week, everyone. Bye. Bye.